Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. Have you ever wondered if you can do more? Do you feel like you have all the tools and training, yet it just doesn't seem to come together for your real estate business? These thoughts are more common for real estate agents than it has ever talked about. And I can help you. Learn what hiring a coach like me can do for a savvy real estate person like you. Visit redhawkcoaching.com forward slash coach. Complete a quick form to let me know you're interested in learning how coaching can help you and your business starting today. Again, visit redhawkcoaching.com forward slash coach. Remember the first step to getting different is taking that first step. I look forward to our conversation. Hey, it's Jeremy. Welcome back to the show. Your host for the Survive Scale Soar podcast and the owner of Red Hawk Coaching. And today I want to start with gratitude. I want to thank the audience for reaching out over this last week and giving me some great feedback on the last topic that I covered, the topic of clarity and the direction that I've shifted my podcast going from interviewing people weekly. I'm still going to have guests on occasion, yet not on a weekly basis. And I'm going to spend more time in these short episodes sharing the successes I've had, as well as the things that I haven't been so successful with. And I'm going to share with you the things I've learned from mentors and coaches and past clients that you know has helped me grow over the years through their personal experiences, both in, in business and in life. So I'm looking forward to the future episodes and the journey together. And I want to thank again, my audience. Today, I want to spend a little time on Survive Scale Soar, the book that I'd written on a success topic, Stop Worrying About Others. And this one is really important. I had an episode early on, I believe it is either episode three or four with Mike Fallett. Uh, he was the publisher for my book, Survive Scale Soar. He owns the company Dream Starters Publishing. And if you're writing a book, I highly recommend reaching out to him. And we talked about stop worrying about the haters. And that was a great episode. I want you to go back, but I want, to, I want to add on to some things from that conversation. And the first one being is a lot of times we're worrying about what other people are thinking or potentially saying that aren't even real. See, our brain is really powerful and it can tell stories that if we listen to them enough and we talk to ourselves enough, it's that internal talk that we actually begin to start to believe them. One time I had a friend and this was in college. I, I went up to and I just said, you know, it's you haven't talked to me in the last few weeks. And I'm wondering what I did or, you know, was there something I did wrong? Did I say something or do something that you didn't approve of? And uh, it was agonizing. You know, it had been eating at me. 
for like a week at this point. And he just looked at me and he said, Jeremy, I don't even know what you're talking about. I know he's like, man, let's, let's go out and grab a burger, you know, and, and catch up. He goes, I just, I was really busy this week between work and classes and, and everything else he goes. And, and I had some things that were happening in my life. You know, he had a family member that was struggling with an illness and, and I, it was so selfish of me to have thought that knowing now that he had, he was going through some really just heavy life stuff. See, my brain was telling me that there was something going on. I was worrying about it. I was wondering what he was thinking about me, or I wonder, you know, what action I might've done to offend him. And then the whole time, it was just something that I concocted in my imagination. So stopping to stop worrying about others is also to put your mind in check and realize that your brain can tell yourself a really big story and it's actually a lie. So we got to be careful with that. And sometimes we have to stop worrying about others when they, when they do attack us. Um, you, I see it on social media all the time. I just saw another incident that took place yesterday between somebody I actually knew that you know, I, I had a lot of respect for and uh, an organization that was putting together an event. And it just really kind of came out of left field for me, but I, I could only put myself in the shoes of that person that was being attacked and how much they were probably wondering and they're probably worried about it and wondering what they did wrong and you know how could we make it better next time when in fact they really did nothing wrong. And so, you know, there are going to be times when we, we do have that verbal conversation or it's posted on social media and somebody's coming at us and we just have to stop worrying about it. You know, Mike, Mike Fowl and I, we called them haters and there are going to be haters out there. There are good people and there are bad people. Stop listening to all these gurus and all these people that are telling you different that everybody's good. Everybody's good at some level, right? The truth is they're not. And you're going to have to deal with that in life. And you get to choose what side you, you're going to be on. And so you're going to have people coming at you sometimes and you just have to not worry about it, put up your shield and keep moving forward. Because at the end of the day, they're not paying your bills. They're not taking care of your kids. They're not taking care of your family. You know, they're not putting a roof over your head. They're not providing you your food. It doesn't matter what they think or what they say. Now, the caveat to that is what you do can't in any way intentionally harm someone. Now, I said intentionally. Sometimes we do things, and I've done things too, where unintentionally it might have hurt somebody. And I found out after the fact, and I was able to go put things back together. Yet if you're out there intentionally doing things and intentionally creating harm, then that's, that's not good. And there's people out there that are going to do that. And you just need to prepare yourself for it. There are bad people. I want you though, in your business, and I want you in your life this week. If you've ever watched a horse race, they put blinders and a shadow roll on the horse to prevent them from seeing to the left or to the right, or the shadows that are casted on the ground. So they could say, Focus 100% on getting to the finish line. I want you to do the same in your business. Take your goal. So if you want to close 48 homes this year, take that, 
reverse engineer it, figure out what are the activities you need to be doing today in order to achieve that goal. And that becomes your focus. Focus on those activities. You're going to have noise on the outside. Don't, don't worry about what other people are doing. They may or may not have a business plan. They may or may not have successes. It just doesn't matter. Keep your head down. Stay focused to your goal. Do your activities daily. Be intentional and be consistent. And you're going to see great things happen in your business. Stop worrying about others. After this commercial break, I'm going to share with you another story. Stay tuned. I wrote and published a best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, at the end of 2021. The original intent was to provide my children a blueprint to navigate the waters of this world. I wanted them to have a firm foundation to build upon for their personal success journey. Never did I think this book would go on to help so many people. While you can purchase my book on Amazon, I have a special gift just for you by visiting redhawkcoaching.com forward slash success. Complete the form to get your hands today on these seven success strategies that I have learned over the years through my personal experiences and the experiences of other highly successful business owners. These will change the trajectory of both your business and life. Again, get access today at redhawkcoaching.com forward slash success. Don't pass on learning what others learn through their success and many failures. Get this shortcut today. Welcome back. And I want to share with you a quick story that has to do with stop worrying about what others think. And I go back to my sales career early on in real estate, where I came in, I was 24 years old. Um, I didn't know any better. I just did things. I took action, got results, and it, it turned out pretty well for me. And I remember going through some initial training and it was like, okay, you need to do this and this. And they were very what I would consider older styles or older approaches to developing the business. And I had started in on blogging. And I found that if I blogged and I did the proper content, I had the proper structure of my content, great titles, what I could do was create information that I could then share in an electronic newsletter format uh, driving people to different articles within my blog instead of doing the traditional newsletter in the mail, which at that time, I can't remember what postage was, but postage early on in my business would break me, um, sending out hundreds and hundreds of, of cards and, and letters a month. And so I wanted to do something different. And when I started talking with others and sharing with those that were mentoring me that I was going to take this route and I was sharing with them what SEO could do. And, and people can not only find you on, on Google, uh, but you could also drive people to your website and where your, your websites where I hosted all the homes that were for sale in the area. They just kind of looked at me and said, that's just never going to work. And I remember that clearly. And it wasn't just one person. It was several individuals. And the trainer that I was working with at that time 
just said, you know, you need to be doing a monthly newsletter. Um, you need to be going and knocking on door doors and doing postcards for just listeds, just sold. And I'm not knocking any of those. Yet I knew that with the introduction of technology within the industry and having a, a background of using technology coming up through high school and in my college years. In fact, I was, I, I think back to when I was the first generation that had a computer. I remember we had the Apple IIgs um, early, early on. I mean, it was like a big deal to have a computer in your home. And one year, my grandmother got um, each family an Apple IIgs and a dot matrix printer. And so I had grown up with technology where a lot of these individuals had not. And so they would look at me and just say, Jeremy, that's not going to work. I don't see how that's a, a valuable use of your time. And so I, I started that and I was building my blog content and I would separate my newsletter into different sections like, you know, market information. So I'd, I'd talk a little bit about the market and then I'd have a link that would go out to a full blog post that talked about the market. And then I'd have, you know, an update like on, you know, travel, you know, I went to San Antonio for a particular holiday. And, and so I talked a little bit about that, gave it a teaser send them to a blog post. Um, and then, so I'd, I'd have these different sections. I'd have three to four sections and each one at the end of each, each um, two or three sentences, I, at the end of that, it would say to read more, learn more, read more, you know, click on this link. And the first one I sent out, it included uh, traveling to San Antonio and I put this blog post together, all the different things we did, my favorite restaurant, so on and so forth. I get a call about three days later and it was somebody um, in Houston that was about 10 to 15 minutes from where I lived. Um, he had actually been down there in San Antonio interviewing for a job transfer and he was looking up San Antonio restaurants and guess what came up? My blog post. And he, he read about, I remember specifically, it was about La Fogata in San Antonio, one of my favorite restaurants. And in that, in each one of those, even though I talked about all the travel at the end of it, I talked about who I was, you know, the contributor paragraph is what I like to call it, who I was, what I did and how I could help. And so he saw that I was also an Aggie, which he was an Aggie as well. So we had the Aggie network thing going. He saw that I lived in the area and he was very appreciative of the information that I shared. So he called and reached out and he said, Jeremy, you know, we'd love for you to come list our home. It was one of those, what they call come list me's. So I didn't even have to sell myself. He just said, you know, you're part of the Aggie network. You know, I really appreciate the information you provided. Went to the restaurant, had a great time. Looking forward to getting to San Antonio. Can you help us do that? We listed the home in, in a fairly competitive market. And within two weeks, we had a cash offer and he was off to San Antonio. And so it was doing something and that was just one story. There's many stories of that throughout my sales career where people found and connected with me in that way. And I was doing something, I stayed focused on it, and I didn't worry about what others were saying. You know, Jeremy, it's not going to work. Jeremy, there's no value in that. And what I did was I found that it worked. And as people started seeing the results, guess what they started to, to do? They started to change as well and try to mimic and copy me. I was just 10 years ahead of them in, in what I was doing. And so I want you to think about that when you're, when you're approaching your real estate business and you may have some people out there saying, you know what, that's just not the way to do it. 
hey, if you're getting results and you, you're getting measurable results from something, don't worry about what others are saying. Just go do you. You know it's working. Build on it. Get the results. And one day they're going to look back and say, yeah, you, you did know what you were doing. You'll be up on a panel somewhere saying, yep, this is what I did. And everybody will be like, wow, you know, that's magical. And you're like, no, it's not. It's just something that I did and I stayed consistent with it. So I wanted to share that story today because it, it resonates in my mind. I've told that story many of times uh, to individuals, especially those that are looking at blogging content uh, to develop as a lead generation method to develop their business. And maybe I'm not saying go out and start doing that if you choose to do that. Uh, that's awesome. If I can help you and coach you on that, uh, reach out to me and I'd love to have that conversation with you. Case in point though today is stop worrying about what others are saying and doing and just go focus on what you know you need to get done. And great things are gonna happen, not just in your business, also in your life. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.